0: Hey guys, in this episode, I'm going to take you through a suburb that has boomed over the last six months. There's still some opportunity left in this suburb, but I did an analysis on this about six months ago. And since then, the suburb's grown about 10 to 15% in value. I did this all on the basis of using data, using a particular formula that I've put together over the last decade. I use this both for my development sites, but then also when I'm looking at holding property for long term cash flow. I look at this data set as well, along with other things, not just the data. So the suburb I'm going to be talking about it is located in Perth. Don't just think you can go over to the Perth market because it's booming at the moment and expect that you're going to ride the capital growth wave. You need to know a bit more about buying property than just relying on somebody like myself to say that hey, Perth is booming and I think it's going to be booming for the next six to twelve months. You've got to get in at not only the right time in the market, but also the right property in that market, because just because an area is undergoing a huge growth does not mean that you are going to get that same growth from your one property. So let's get straight into it. My name is Adam Panisi. I do these videos to help you buy property yourselves. I run a couple of educational programs as well if you do wanna take your education to that next step in the property space. I've been involved In property investment and development for over a decade, I've bought and sold hundreds of properties over that time and I'm currently actively developing a number of large scale projects. So let's get straight into it. The area which I had navigated about six months ago and I did this as part of one of my programs using the data sets that were available. A lot of those come down to the supply demand in that particular suburb as well as the growth experience in a past data set so you can only see what suburbs have really started to grow because you're relying on past data the data needs to catch up with actual time with the actual time and place of the the transactions at that point in time so Warnbro was a suburb that i analyzed and i had a look at warnborough which you can see the median price now looks like it's about 426000 uh this data set is a little bit old so it's experienced well over 10% growth in the last Six months. If you had got in to this suburb six months ago, you would have on a typical house experienced a ten percent growth on that four hundred odd thousand dollars. So you would have made about forty thousand dollars in equity just by buying a run of the mill home. Uh, So keep that in mind. You know that that sounds pretty good. If you put down a ten or twenty percent deposit, you could have potentially doubled the initial capital that you started with if you hadn't bought into this area, you know, six months ago. So it sounds really good on the surface. You can't always get these suburbs right, but success leave, cl- leaves clues. And I think one bro in itself has a little bit further to run. Don't get too hyped up in this market and go and overpay by 10%, only to realize that the market's then gonna catch you up over the next six months. But look, I think the market there has still some time to run because if you have a look at the price compared to the Eastern Coast, it is cheap. Like all these areas are cheap. But when you look at the surrounding suburbs, Ornborough is kind of like the poor baby brother of like Port Kennedy, of Secret Harbor. Golden Bay's a little bit cheaper, but look, there is a reason why this suburb is cheaper. I'm not going to go into the details and you can see it's not a very big suburb at that. Um, but if you see a suburb that looks like it's booming or it is booming, you know, generally speaking, the surrounding suburbs will boom as well. But you get what's called this ripple effect where different suburbs will experience different growth. And then as they move through that growth cycle, what normally happens is the surrounding suburbs end up growing as well. And normally one suburb will boom before the other ones catch on. So you can kind of see Longborough is a cheaper baby brother to Paul Kennedy and further south. But when you look at, you know, this suburb to the north, uh, this one to the north, you know, these ones are starting to get cheaper again. But then you have a look at the bayside suburbs, they're a little bit more expensive. So, you know, it looks cheaper, You know, it is cheaper by comparison, but then you've got to deep dive a little bit further and have a look at, you know, why, what are the reasons that it's cheaper it's further away from the city than say this suburb up here. You know why not jump into this suburb, and you know this one. You know the the statistics of Warnbro at this point in time, or at the point in time you know six months ago, all looked really good to buy into that area. And I'm going to show you a couple of properties and just analyze those properties quickly and sort of give you my two cents worth where I think there's still value left in this suburb and some other adjoining suburbs. But I think there's some better suburbs closer to the CBD in Perth that are right for the picking at the moment, but I'll do those in a separate video. So let's just jump into the typical realestate.com where everybody looks. And I'm just gone Warnbro and Port Kennedy, which is the more expensive neighboring suburb to the south, which I just showed you. So one key ingredient to capital growth, and it's not the be all and end all, but it is a very significant ingredient, is developers pouring money into suburbs and then having those suburbs grow in value because they go through what's called a gentrification. So it's suburb in transition. If you get in at the right timing, right at the start of that transition, you normally ride out that capital growth wave. And this is part of what's happened as well. So you get that ripple effect from Port Kennedy in a way. So when you have a look at these new townhouses selling for 694,000. They're only 3 bedroom. You know this estate looks really nice, it's new, it's by the water. People pay more money for new stuff. It's kind of like a new car. You pay more money for a new car, but then when you drive it out of the showroom, it's worth $20,000 less. If it's a luxury car or whatever that amount is. So same thing with these new properties. Developers will create these luxury new properties or in this case you know there's affordable luxury by the bay by the beach which on the east coast of australia this is like incredibly cheap and people that are buying in these areas from sydney and melbourne will be thinking the exact same thing you know these are certainly seven hundred thousand dollars to be next to the water now i've never been to this area i don't intend to maybe i will at some point um but whether you can swim in the water is another question can you walk along the beach i have no idea i not been there, but it looks really nice, and that's more expensive. That's at least $700,000 for a built three-bed, two-bath, two-car garage, townhouse. So if you scroll down a little bit further, you can see there's some established homes in Warnborough. You, know, you can buy a three-bedroom, two-bathroom for six fifty. dollars Again, you got to look at where this is located in the suburb. What does the street look like? There's all these other secondary statistics that you need to look at, not just the initial data set that says, hey, this suburb is flying out the door. This one looked really affordable, $300,000 for this three bed, one bath. You know, that could be a good buy for somebody. Personally, I don't think that that's great because it's on a small block of land. It's part of a body corporate type arrangement. You know, it looks cheap on the surface, but what was this property worth, you know, a couple of years ago? You're near the beach, or well, at least that's what it looks to be. You know, have a look at some of these, 520000 And like these properties, again, are attractive to people because of the yield that they're that they're getting. These properties for five hundred thousand dollars are rented out for 600, 600 plus per week. Now I'm just speculating on this property because I've seen some other rentals in the area. Oh, it could be it could be more than that. It could be less. You need to do your own research, obviously, and work out whether it's worth it. Like this one's not even renovated. Five hundred thousand dollars. It's under offer at the moment. So if you just scroll down, like there's a lot of things that are under offer. This one, look, that's really cheap, it's under $400,000. So for the typical investor looking at these areas and seeing that you've got a yield of 5%, 6 7% plus in this area, you're going to be really attracted to it initially. Now, don't just bank everything off yield, but if you're chasing yield and you're chasing capital growth, I still think this market's got a little bit further to go. Now, the other big consideration is have a look at pricing disparity So, what i mean by that is you can buy a four hundred thousand dollar home in the same suburb as a 1.5 million dollar home now very different houses this one's next to the water but you can just tell from where it's positioned next to the water it demands quite a bit more of a premium and it's on a much larger block of land by the look of that if you just scroll through you know it's on over half an acre maybe that property can be split the house looks quite substantial But that pricing difference, you can literally buy a $400,000 home in the same suburb as you can buy one that's worth three or four times as much. Like that to me is just crazy that you can buy a house so cheap in the same area as one that's so expensive. Now, I know there's other suburbs with the same thing uh, where a house on the water is worth way more than a house on the opposite side of the street. Now, don't get me wrong about that, but the saying goes, you know, buy the worst house in the best street. And I truly believe that that, uh, has grounds for some for some means, but you've got to do your own assessment. You know, what is the true value or do you see value? Is there value for the market in buying a, a product of $400,000, a house that might be three bed, two bath at $400,000 you can rent out at five dollars Or are you going to be buying a $1.5 million house? You don't want to be buying the best house in the worst suburbs. So me personally, I wouldn't be buying a $1.5 million house um, to live in or to invest in, when there's one around the corner that's worth four hundred thousand, I'd be looking at the three four hundred thousand dollar one all day long. So this one does not look nice. Four hundred fifty nine thousand to me, that looks like somebody overpaid for it, uh, from what I know about this area, and it needs a full renovation. So look, if you can go into these areas and get properties that are really good value, like this one, like that's only hundred thousand dollars more, but it just looks so much better than the one before, and maybe somebody bought this because of land components—seven hundred square meters on a much bigger block of land. Maybe they plan on splitting the block, so maybe there's a development play in that as well. And we don't—we're obviously not looking at the exact areas within within this area as well. So this one's Paul Kennedy, uh, sorry, they both are Paul Kennedy rather than not Warnbro. So you know there there could be good pockets of Paul Kennedy, bad pockets, but as you, as I've so- shown you. There's some expensive homes and then there's some cheaper homes. So what what I like to do as well in a suburb and I'm looking on realestate.com and admittedly 95% of the properties that I've purchased have not been from realestate.com. They've been off market. They've either been through agents sparingly, but normally I'll go out and source them from people that specifically buy sites. So similar to buyers agents, um, but keep in mind that there's a lot of buyers agents that don't know what they're doing at the moment. Um, But I'll I'll source a lot of them through, you know, buyers or site finders that'll come and bring me sites that look good to buy. So I I buy very few properties on the market. And when you're in a market like this that's booming, let everybody else buy things on market. Let everybody else that's paying too much for the property buy things on market and go and buy off market and buy it under market value where you can do that. uh, In my experience, every single time because... Not everybody wants to sell to market. Owners don't always want to sell to the market. They don't want to have their house open every single weekend. They don't want to have it clean, random people walking through. People happily accept a lower price if it's easy for them. And also you get agents that will list properties and they don't know the real price of them. And so they undersell them in the market. So markets like these that are booming. Generally, what what you're better off doing is buying a property that's off market where you are buying it where the agent doesn't know the value, or you're buying it direct through the owner and it's a good deal for them and it's a good deal for you. Unless I was already in that game doing multiple. So I'm just going to go lowest to highest. I can see this one for 30,0, 000, like I mentioned before. One for 415000 415, 420. Uh, that one's around about the same price, 440. You can see they're all under offer. It's it's a hot market. This one's added four days ago. And again, we're getting we're starting to get a bit too expensive for what these properties are like they're just a bit run down tired and old so you need to make up your own assessment about what properties you are going to purchase if you're going to be making such a significant investment decision i personally suggest that you go and get educated and go and do your homework and your research and don't just look at five or ten properties and then expect to buy one or just don't go off this video and expect that you know the suburb will grow in value if i just buy blindfolded not going to be the case have a look at some properties that have sold in the area and do your own analysis so have a look at i clicked on some other ones that had sold this one sold for eight hundred thirty thousand. probably too high a price to be an investment property i personally wouldn't be buying an eight hundred thousand dollar property where i'm looking at three four hundred thousand dollar properties in the same area as investments this one sold for five hundred forty thousand. dollars seems like a pretty expensive buy only just sold recently. It looks not very attractive at all from the front. So personally, that looks like they're way overpaid. Obviously, I haven't looked specifically at the area. I mean, you need to look at the area. Where is it located? So it's located, you know, the bottom of Port Kennedy. How far away from the new development is that? Is that good value versus where the new development is? Uh, there's another one in Port Kennedy, 510,000. This one looks like it's a bit better than the last one. Uh, and look, it's... Looks like it's to be on the lake. So, you know, is a, is this pocket a better pocket than where we were just looking, which is further south near Port Kennedy Road? So that looks like a better house. What's the rental yield gonna be? That's four bedroom, two bathroom, two car. Then this one's four hundred and sixty thousand. It's only four bed, one bath. So now you're in Warnboro. You know, where's this in comparison to, you know, the lake? So you're near this lake again, sort of, but you're kind of closer to the beach. Is the beach gonna demand a more of a premium price? So, you know, have a look at some of these comparables. Compare how many bathrooms, bedrooms, compare the streetscape. What does the street look like? What does the inside of the property look like? This one looks like it's been renovated. The outside looks terrible, but the inside looks like they have somewhat renovated. it. Or I take that back. It definitely hasn't been renovated. And then, you know, you can go to the sold page of realestate.com. All this information is free. If you want to get serious about buying properties and buying multiple There are other platforms that you use, but I won't go into those. I'm just doing high level assessment on this. So, you know, 620,000 for this one, four bed, one bath, 510,000, four bed, two bath. So you can see it's around the $500,000 for something that looks half decent. These ones look almost identical. This one, you get a pool for an extra 50 grand. That one looks a bit nicer. So this one, low 500,000 for Kennedy, this one, $612,000, 612000 that's a five-bedroom. So you're going to get more rental yield if it's a five-bedroom, but now you're up around the $600,000. Is that going to be you know too high for that investment grade? Are you going to be able to get a 7% yield on that? So have a look, do your own research, but I think this market has still got some legs left in it. Um, I, still, I think it's still etching a little bit high for where it is in the market cycle. I think there's other better markets closer to the CBD personally, But I think if you bought in this area and you bought well, I don't think you're going to lose out over the short term. And Perth's market is going gangbusters at the moment, the rental yields. Perth's yields are incredibly attractive. And I think that over the short term, Perth is going to outperform uh, many parts around Australia. And for that rental yield, it's obviously attracting a lot of investors into Perth. And I think it will continue to do so as interest rates remain high. So thanks for listening. I hope you've got some value out of this. I'm gonna do some other suburbs and analyze where I think the market is gonna go for those suburbs within Perth. So I'm gonna put a link in this video, some of those markets that I think are going to boom and do the same thing that Warnbro has done over the last six months. So do that 10% growth and I'll put that link in the video. Thanks for watching, enjoy your day.